briefest of glances can start the biggest romances. Our eyes were doing the dances and they were making advances. When our eyes met, I was like, hey, now I bet that joke could be the one. Are you the one? Hello, and welcome back to the Boom Boom Room, your premiere Are You the One podcast. I'm your expert, Taylor. I'm your co-host, Aubrey. Why not expert? Because I don't want that for myself. I deserve better. You don't want to have your, like, lasting legacy be Are You the One expert and comedian? Aubrey Bell? No. 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 (laughs) (laughs) So we're working a double over here today. Uh, We just finished up talking about episode one, and now we're going right into the second episode of Are You the One? which picks up at the matchup ceremony. So I'm going to do what we traditionally do, which is I'm going to run down the pairing. Um, The name of the person whose turn it was to choose, which is the boys will come first, followed by the person they choose. And if we have something to say, we'll just jump in. Um, I'm going to skip over sort of the first two because, oh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, Zach and Bria. I was literally just going to say, I like, we already talked about them. Yeah. Uh, Tevin and Kenya, who I was going to say, we could just skip over them too, but not really, because we did actually get to see them pick each other, because I guess none of us were expecting it, question mark? I was, honestly, I have more to say about Tevin and Kenya than any other matchup so far. Um, Probably same. Because, nope. first of all, Tevin picks her and says... I think it's too soon to say whether I can trust Kenya or not. To which I can only respond, she pre-cheated on you for no reason. It is not too soon at all. She has made her MO, like, very clear to you. Y'all really do suck at dating. (laughs) Yeah, they do. Oh, she she pre-cheated on me, and it's like, I just don't know if I can trust her, you know? Like, what the fuck? (laughs) So what I'll say is... Tevin's reason for picking her was mature. I'll I'll give him that. Because it was, I mean, obviously, you know, some of the quotes he said were kind of fucking stupid. But the general feeling I got from him about it was, we all suck at dating. And she did this thing that's really kind of shitty. And hopefully we can move past it. And you're you're totally right. Like, I'm making... And and I feel like... Oh, totally. I mean, that's what we do, is make fun of them. Um... But but and I feel like that was very mature, and I feel like honestly, even her sort of apology about it was okay. Um, but 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 seeing them interact, like it's sort of one of those times where I'm like, they might actually be matches. I'm honestly not sure if they're a match or not. Like I'm I'm not on Team Kenya with this one at all. But I gotta say, Tevin, like I'm making fun of him, but this matchup ceremony had me like. He sort of won me over a little bit. I loved after Terrence was like, doesn't really seem like your heart's in the choice. Uh, And he literally says, like, we'll see. Like, we'll see how this goes. Like, my my heart isn't really in it yet. We're feeling it out. And to quote him again, he's, he's, uh, I guess, to to paraphrase him again, um, you know, he's good with second chances, but quote, three, four, five, six, I'm not in the mix. Which was amazing. And the fact that he counted to six good. just for the rhyme. I, I respect and love Tevin now. 
artistry. It's, he's an artist. Wow. He's a word artist. Um, Kwasi and Kawasi. Uh, so here's the thing. I'm not sure how his name is pronounced. If it's either Kwasi as in one syllable or two syllables or Kawasi as in three syllables. So I'll probably vary. I've been going um, Kwasi. So I guess the two syllable option. Okay. Um, Kwasi and Asia. Brett and Callie. So it's around this point. I noticed that they've more or less stopped with the name tags. And oh, I it just, was. I just realized I, super- I couldn't keep up with this. I was just fucked. Mm-hmm. It was annoying for me. It, it pissed. Like they literally skipped over, um, like one of the pairings, and I had to go fucking online to see who it was. Yeah. No. It because this. Was I guess the, despite the fact that they spit the match of ceremony into two episodes, they didn't have enough time for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Totally. Like. They did not have enough time in this episode. Well, you know what? Fuck them, though, because I'm going to skip ahead a little bit and we can backtrack. But they had plenty of time in this episode because they spent like four fucking hours waiting to light up these beams that they could have spent on actual content in this matchup ceremony. Yeah. Like, you you don't need to tease the first one this much. Like, I don't care about them. I don't give a fuck if they black out or is that is that is that what it's called? Yeah, it's called blacking out. I just realized that they were fucking. That's like blackout drunk. Like they made a, they made a party yeah. foul joke. I never got that. That's a shitty joke. But like, I don't give a shit if they black out. I don't really care how many matches they have. Like, just show us this first one. It's right. not that big of a deal. Anyway, yeah. continue with the matches. Cam and Kayla. Um, this is. <laughs> Great, because, well, so first of all, she says that at one point, like, she's like, I struggle to open up, which isn't true. No, definitely not. She opens up so easily, but she's sweet, and I love her. And then she fucking outs him as a Trump supporter, and we get the rest of the fucking cast booing. I thought that was so funny and so corny. Like... It was. And again... I really... No, like it was so unnecessary right and i want to know who started it because like honestly fucking props to just be willing to risk being the only person who yells boo but that's the thing if you're the only one and you just go like boo like that's kind of funny but then yeah. when just everybody starts booing <laughs> it circles back around to like wait what are we doing here like <laughs> um it's really, really only funny if one guy does it Oh, I don't know. I thought it was hysterical that one guy did it, and then it's followed up by, like, everyone else being like, yeah, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> um, and I love, so there were two reactions to him being a Trump supporter that, that were my favorite, besides the booing. One is Lewis being like, I mean, I respect him for standing up for his choices. Which, again, is just such, like, why is everything about Trump these, like, we don't need these cutaways to all the random cast members' political views. Like, we don't need to spend time on this until it actually becomes a story point. Right. Well, so... Oh, and so here's a weird part, because this is not a discussion that we had in our last episode, um, where we talked about the person who we thought was gonna fucking finally come to blows with him about this was gonna be some tiny little white girl. <laughs> and who did they cut away to but some tiny little white girl who's like, I do not support him. I'm on, I might be from West Virginia, but that is not okay. And I'm like, it's exactly the fucking truth of some white girl is going to fucking tell this black man that he's racist. I don't know. This isn't a Trump cast. I don't want to spend really any more time than necessary talking about it. 
I feel like we've already spent, like, way too much time on it. I Totally. I didn't mean for it to go this deep. I know. It, it's a rabbit hole. You see, the media falls into it, too. Once you start Ugh. talking about Trump, it's like McDonald's. It just keeps going down. Oh, no. Okay, never mind. I was about to make some more fucking Trump jokes, but nope. You All see right. what I mean? <laughs> um, Tomas and Morgan. Shamoy and Maria. Andrew and Lauren. Uh, so... I have less to say about Andrew and Lauren as a pair and more about Andrew's cutaway interview where, like, I don't remember what his card was when he came on the show for what's wrong with him. But if it wasn't a Coke problem, we can go ahead and add that to the list because he was hopped up as shit. (laughs) I don't know. Like, you know what I'm talking about, though, right? Like, he seemed crazy. Maybe he's Bria's match. He's just high on life and coke. I also want to point out that he picked his match because they both like to say more cows than people. Like, yeah, that that's what this was based off of. And the best part is his match was like, yeah, that's my thing. And he said it, too. Maybe they're a match. They probably are. Because that's the dumbest reason to be a match. So you know what? I ship it. I just yes, also more cows than people is not your thing. You didn't come up with that. It's our thing. Yeah, it's our thing. <laughs> As a proud Minnesotan woman. Uh, <laughs> All right. Um, Mo and Jasmine. Hold on. Uh, I'm not making a joke. There's a person named Mo. Yes. I thought you were going to do the same with Shamoy, but okay. You see, I also don't know who that is, but, like, I genuinely have no idea that there was a Mo involved at all. I'm Googling Shamoy what he looks like is now. The, the super big guy. Uh, is he, he looks... the one who looks like Maui? Yes. Yeah, I liked him. I, lo- I love him. He's super nice, honestly. I feel like that's why I don't remember him, because he's just been normal so far. Yeah. Uh, um, but no, who's Mo? I mean, you're asking me. I obviously know, but um, Google and the answer. Season seven. Oh, yeah. No, we literally haven't seen him up until this point. Cool. Okay, so like, it's not my fault uh, then. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm like obviously there are people who like fade into the background and shit. But I, I'm pretty sure Mo hasn't been in any shot until this episode. So, I just I go- like, I he was go- in like a group shot, but that's it. So I googled, "Are you the one?" Season seven cast Mo. The first two rows are pictures of him or just other cast members from the season. But we get down to row three, and it starts becoming mostly pictures of Negan from The Walking Dead, and I don't know why. <laughs> It doesn't for me. Oh, wait, hold on. Right? (laughs) (laughs) And it's consistent. Like, the farther I scroll, the more random it gets, except for all of the pictures of Negan. If you know why this is happening, please, God, email us at tbbrpodcast at gmail.com and tell me what The Walking Dead has to do with... Hold on. With... With Are You the One Season 7 cast Mo. Oh my god, can I fucking continue? Um, Daniel and Nutza, 
which at so, some point someone calls him the smooch villain, which I right. love. Also, it's a great way of like, Daniel's the smooch villain. Like that rolls off the tongue, yes. actually. It is. Um, and no, no, I, I want to talk about Daniel, the smooch villain. Oh, great. Continue with the smooch villain. So Daniel defends, essentially, his house smooching. And I wanna—I honestly want to know what you think of his argument, which is that a kiss is essentially just breaking a barrier between people. And it's like, he sort of presents it as pushing past the awkwardness by just kissing them outright. He seems sincere Truthfully, in his reasoning. I don't disagree with him. Like, I'm not going to say that you can tell who your match is from a kiss, but... Uh, here's what I'll say is if he makes out with anyone and it's just sort of like, oh, like, that's probably a good sign that you don't have any sort of fucking chemistry. I don't know if I agree with that, but honestly, I found it harder to fault him the more he expressed himself about it, which is so the opposite of when these people open their mouth and start talking. Like, usually the more they say, yeah. the dumber they get. He almost won me over with that speech in that, like... It yeah. wasn't a douchebag move to just go around and kiss every single girl in the house right away. Finally is Lewis and Samantha. And Samantha and her tradition of not being stuck up is just like, no, he's not he's my He's a match. child. Yeah, I'm cooler than yeah. everyone. Oh my god, I'm Samantha. <laughs> Look at my boobs. Yeah. Uh, she's just... I'm bullying her, but I just don't I like just, her. Sh- sh- yeah, me too. I don't like her at all. Um, but so, we spend five minutes just watching the camera cut between a bunch of lights that aren't on, and the cast going, <gasps> uh, that happens, that's like literally half of the episode, and then we find out they get I'll be totally days. honest, like, the build-up part of the matchup ceremony, I, I, honest to God, left the room while that was happening, I got so tired of it after, like, four seconds, because I figured they would, like, say aloud how many beams they got, and it would just be fine. And you know what? They did. Um, I just kept pressing, like, the forward button. <laughs> it was like, skip five seconds, skip five seconds, skip five seconds. Uh, so they get three beams, which is honestly a pretty good no, start. It, they, like, for what is essentially random guesses to start with, they did all right. And we all know that the three matches are Zach and Bria, uh, Shamoy and Maria, and Mo and Jasmine. The three surefire matches. Zach and Bria could be a match. If there's one, honest to God, no, if there's one thing I took away from this episode, it's that they're the, like, this is just crazy enough to work sort of relationship. Yeah. No, wait, I, I fucked myself. I said that about another couple later on, too. Yeah. All right. Um, well, let's talk about, like, a little bit of the post-matchup stuff, or, or just generally stuff about the matchup, which, so... One thing I just wanted to point out that I'm not sure, maybe you noticed, maybe you didn't, is that Kenya's face was a different color than her body. I can't say I noticed that. Her, I, I don't know if she didn't have a mirror or, but her face was like two, three shades lighter than the rest of her body. And it looked so weird and so noticeable. (laughs) I, like I said, I could barely follow this matchup ceremony as it was. So, Fair I wouldn't have caught that. Oh. So, yeah, let's move on and talk about post-matchup now. Yeah, like, that, that night after the matchup ceremony. Like, I haven't really been in Kenya's corner, but, like, I've understood generally where she's coming from. 
And I've just been waiting for her to say sorry. That's really what she needs to do. That's sort of the next step is for her to just apologize. And instead, we get the excuse that she's just a free spirit and she's out there. Um, and that's why she preemptively cheated on him. You're, you're getting to a, a point I want to let you get to, but I, I want to like bring us into this scene. Because what's happening is Kenya, okay. now after this matchup ceremony, instead of apologizing like you say she should is trying to defend, like, kissing Daniel to what's-his-face. What is his face? Tevin. Tevin. Um, and she's, she's defending it by saying that, like, yeah, he went around kissing everyone. Like, it's just what he was doing. Like, it would have been weird of me to, like, what do you want me to do? Be like, no, I'm not going to kiss you? Yes. That's what, that's exactly. Yeah, and then Tevin what was one honestly shocks me by answering correctly with, yeah. That is what you were supposed to do, actually. That's exactly the right thing to say. <laughs> yep. Um, and so, you know, like, as they were talking, I was like, Kenya needs to just own up to her fucking issues, or she's gonna lose Tevin. And then immediately after, she does not own up at all, and she's like, it wasn't my fault. Well, and she uses, the cl- she uses the classic line, too, of, like, instead of just saying, I like to sleep around, I'm a free spirit. Let I'm just Let out me there. Fuck around. Like, fuck off, yeah. man. But you shouldn't. Um, so Tevin does, and it's not the most mature response, I'll say that, but it's not a response I can say I would have different. Of he goes, he finds Jasmine, and he fucks her in the pool. I mean, I don't know if he fucks her, but they make out. He did, they just kissed. But yeah. I, like, I totally get Kevin's reaction to it. But it was the wrong one. He's been, like, really firmly on the high road this entire time. And, like, his hands are so clean and likable. And I totally get his response. But it was disappointing to see him sort of take the low road this time. I forgive him, but... Mm. My my only excuse is that they're all drunk constantly, so that at least plays a little bit of it. And nah, I'm not gonna pull that because like it's not even a real. That's the thing is it's not even a good excuse because I never just... give anybody a pass for that. Like, oh god, no. Um, I know it was just really sad to see Tevin sort of lose a step off of his moral right? high ground. Like I'm still Team Tevin, but I wish you didn't do that. Yeah. Um, or I wish if you had, you'd been like, "Fine, Kenya, we're not well, together." That's the thing. If like if they broke it off and he immediately went to jasmine that's just the game like that's fine right but leaving it open with kenya and then pursuing jet like even if he just like flirted with jasmine i wouldn't have really taken any faults with it because i don't know it it's the game like uh well well before we get too deep into the rest of the evening's rabbit hole i want to just call out Callie really quick, who definitely uh-huh. took some Molly or something, because she's just <laughs> crying about how she loves everyone and how great the place is and how everybody in the house is her friend. And I would no, she's just a fucking eighteen year old, and it's her first time being wasted. I want to place bets on how long it takes before we get an interview with her where she hates everyone and this is the worst. Like, why are people so mean to me? <laughs> I'm putting it at episode six. She is she's oh. gonna be full fledged. Why are they all so mean? I don't, I don't think she'll ever get there. I think she'll be like, why are these three people so mean? So you're saying you think she has enough Molly to last the entire trip? I do. 
I think she she knows how to make it. <laughs> she's synthesizing it in her she's room. She's cooking as a, as a little sideline in Hawaii. Um, so actually, I was going to go to the next morning, because that was really all that happened. Do you cook, morning, Molly? I feel like I said something ignorant. I, I, you don't cook, Molly, I don't think. I mean, I don't if you know how to how make Molly, write us in at TBBR. No, don't tell us how to make drugs. That implicates us. It's synthesis. Okay. You synthesize Molly, which I kind of knew, but. But I do have, so I have one more funny moment from this evening that I want to just touch on really quickly, Go which is where it. Zach got permission from Bria to kiss dudes. Oh, I guess he did. I didn't even think about it like that. Yeah, she was very. Bisexual season. Bisexual season. <laughs> Because she was very explicit about him not being allowed to kiss other women in the house. Not other people. Other women. Well, so I'm just saying, if so Daniel... Per- well, he didn't get permission to kiss guys. He just didn't get banned from kissing guys. But what I'm going to say is if you are specifically banning one group of people, you are implicitly allowing the others. It's, it's like, yeah. you don't say, don't shoot people in New York. You say, like... <laughs> Like, saying that doesn't imply that you, like, you say don't shoot people. Yeah. It's not like, oh, well, yeah, if I can only not shoot people in New York, according to the law, the implication is I can in Pennsylvania. So fucking purge party, (laughs) am I right? I guess that's Philly. Shit, I'm accidentally correct, but my point stands. Are you yep. done? <laughs> um, so now we go to the next day, and I'm just going to warn you now, viewers, if you were wondering, oh, I wonder when they're going to get to the date. I wonder when they're going to get to anything else. Oh, we don't. <laughs> All this episode is, is one day. Uh, I think it's technically two days, isn't it? Oh, no. No, it is one day. No, you're day. right, because the post-matchup, yeah, no, you're totally the right. Before? The bulk of this episode it- is just a day. Yes. So, let's start at the morning, which is B&T News. <laughs> Brent, oh, Brett and Tevin. I like it. It was a fun little it bit. Was, yeah, um, no, it was like... I honestly wish we saw more of it. Like, more stuff like that. I hope we get to see them again. I hope that they become, a, like, an, an episode regular. In other news of things I wasn't surprised about, Tevin woke up feeling bad about what he did. Oh, of course, because he's a good person. What was his issue again? Because I honestly, like, he seems pretty cool. Like, I'm Team Kevin, Tevin, at this point. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, it's literally joke. that he's pretty. Is that real? His problem was he's pretty? He's too pretty. Well, then, yeah. So, like, he doesn't have a problem is his problem, then. He doesn't belong here. I mean, from what he says, I'm pretty sure his problem is being unfaithful. Given how he talks about what Kenya did being a taste of his own medicine. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, no, he totally... So I, I, right. I feel like that probably is his issue. I, I think his problem is that he's super attractive, so women throw themselves at him, and he is a person who fucking lacks self-control, or doesn't give a shit. Maybe I'm falling for it, but I genuinely believe that he wants to change. Like... I do too. I believe it. Not even like a in a it's Tomas way where he's like, oh yeah, I'm looking forward to the show. ITT Technical Institute here is going to save my life and teach me how to date. He, like I believe that Tevin is actually willing to take the steps on his own 
to try and change the way he approaches relationships. Um, I do too. So that's cool, even though he's in a bit of a so, thick pickle. Oh, just a little bit. So let's go down to the kitchen, where Kenya is trying to get on Tevin's good side by offering to make him breakfast. Mm-hmm. And he asks for over-easy eggs. And she says, sure thing, come on right up. And he leaves, and she instantly says, how do you do that? <laughs> and, and it's to the only thing she knows how to cook is scrambled <laughs> eggs. I mean, to be fair, that is also the only way I know how to cook an egg, but I just don't like eggs. Over easy is just like you leave it alone. It's when it's a little bit uh, runny on top still. So you like cook it till it's like pretty solid. You don't touch it or anything. You flip it over, cook it a little bit more just so it's not like wet. And then you're that done. That sounds disgusting. It's for people who like runny yolk. I don't know. Eggs are kind of gross. Um, we also get to see a new pairing, which is Lewis and Asia. They seem fun. I mean, I, I do like him in Asia. And this is the couple I was meaning to call so crazy it just might work. Because they're very different, yeah. but in a way that might end up being somewhat complimentary. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as a word to Samantha... Asia is how you say, like, oh, I don't date scrubs, basically, is what she said. She said, like, she she said, like, they have to have a car. Like, but she did it in such a nicer, more respectful way than Samantha did. Oh, totally. Samantha was like, oh, if they wet the bed. And he's just like, they need to be able to fucking pick me up for a date. Yeah. Like, that's the requirement. Like, <laughs> like, like, I require some basic, like, standards. Right. I, what I also loved um, is when she started doing that. Like, she was talking like, yeah, and guys will just, like, reach out and touch my hair. And sort of not realizing that she's complaining <laughs> about things, Lewis is like, yeah, I do that. He just, like, genuinely didn't really get what was going on, I feel like. Well, and I don't even know if he does that, but she's like, people touch my hair. And he's like, yeah, I do that. And she's like, and it just fucking pisses me off. And he goes, oh, yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> he's just trying so hard to be what she wants, which is so cute. I, they really might be just crazy enough to work. Um, I also love at like after they their like little segment, um, Lewis is talking in his confessional and he says like the sweetest fucking thing, which is like, oh man, like I just love listening to her talk because like she's like she talks so smart and like when I say something, sometimes I think what I say is dumb shit, but not her. I was like, that was really sweet actually. Yeah, no, Lewis for like all of his faults does seem like a genuinely nice guy. He's just a lot yeah. to handle. He is. But Asia might be able um, to do it. She like she might like him enough, but also not put up with him enough to like work. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they pan I'm out. I'm hoping it doesn't end really badly between them, because they're cute. Me too. Um so then pretty much the rest of this episode, not really, but a lot of it is dedicated to Zach and Morgan are talking. Yeah, no, it this let's call it what it is. This episode is the Morgan and Zach show plus Crazy Bria. Like that's yeah. a little like the featuring in parenthesis on the side. Yeah. So Morgan is super obviously flirting. You can tell because she's like, "Oh yeah, you're so edgy because you have like a nose ring," which is like he's super fucking milk toast. Right. And he's like, um, shit. He's like wet, soggy, sleazy, like toast. Yeah. 
Okay, and again, not that I, again, this is my whole thing of, like, I don't like Zack and I don't approve of the shit he does, but, like, again, he was doing nothing wrong. He wasn't even really flirting that much. Yeah, no, and you're, like, to Bria's reaction to the situation is so ridiculous and over the top and uncalled for. Like, I don't yes. like Zack. I think he's a total sleaze, but he really has barely even had the chance to prove me right. Bria flips out so early. Right. Mm hmm. Like, yeah, no. It, and Bria got so fucking pissed that he was literally just talking to another girl. And it was super gross. And my big fucking issue came when Morgan and Zach went into the truth booth. Or no, nope, fuck. When Morgan and Zach went into the confessional and Bria comes and starts pounding on the door. My, my issue is that if she were a guy, she would have been kicked off the show. I don't. No, if that's true. Like, I'm I'm all for calling out a double standard when I see it. I don't know if this is one, because... For me, my thought is, is if last season, Kareem, for example, had, like, pounded on the truth booth door, threatening to throw hands at Olivia, production would not have stood for it. You're right about that. I just, I don't know if it quite translates to this situation. I I think you're right that I just don't think she's a credible threat is what it boils down to because she's had time to like come to blows and shit and she's threatened it a number of times at this point and it like never even came really close to happening. She's just loud and angry. I don't think anybody really takes her seriously as a as a physical threat, not in the sense that she's like small and they can take her, but in the I don't think people think she's actually going to start a fight. I think she just likes to yell. I mean, I, I agree that people think that. And I think, again, if she were a guy, they wouldn't. Maybe you're right. I don't know. What Honestly, what I, took, what I thought was funny about it was, so she's banging on the door and Zach just looks at Morgan and says, don't open it. <laughs> like, I just like Zach's idea of like, let's just be quiet and pretend we're not in here and eventually she'll go away. Like, there's not another exit. Like, what do you mean don't open it? So... Eventually, Bria breaks in, or is let in by Morgan, depending on how you want to see it. <laughs> um, and Morgan leaves to go talk with Asia and some other girls, and eventually, two things happen. One, Zach and Bria make up in the confessional. Well, no, even before that, and though. Fucking, so she leaves, and everybody gathers around the door to spy yes, on her. that was the other thing. Oh, well, they spy, and then she yells at them to leave. And then a powwow forms in the fucking kitchen to talk about how crazy Bria is. I, I want to give Bria some credit, though, when she, like, opened the door to yell at them for eavesdropping. Like, she was not mad at them. Like, she was laughing at them. She, oh, she was. She, as crazy as she is, her anger is at least not, like, there's very little actual collateral damage. Even Morgan walked away fairly scot-free in, in the Are You the One sort of scale yeah, of fights. as crazy and terrible as Bria is, she does the proper thing of blaming the right person. Yeah, like, I want to at least give her credit for that. Although she does call all of the other women bitches and females. Hoes. She does constantly do that. She's like, these females. You are, you're, you're right about that. But on it, like, that's, I don't know. People, right, it, it, it's, it's minor. shit, get hit. But right. not in the confessional. Um... So, I mean, Zach even points out that Bria overreacted and makes Bria admit it, which was pretty impressive. Um, 
this is the part where I feel like Zach and Bria were definitely a match for me. Because yeah, Zach is like their craziness matches. Yeah, up. like Zach is jacking off to this insanity that's constantly going on. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. he's borderline like he's a good manipulator. Like he can fucking yeah. work he can play her like a fiddle. He knows how to make her act up. He knows how to calm her down. And both of them seem to be getting off on the highs and lows. He got to be the attention, the center of attention all fucking day by talking to another girl. Mm-hmm. That's what he lives for. I, th- they are both getting off on the drama of it all. They are. And I, like, it's a terrible match, but if they're, like, if, if there's anybody in this world ever were a who could be match. with Bria, it would be someone like Zach. True. Um, I will point out that at one point, after they sort of make up, and Zach kisses her, and, like, pulls her closer, and looks at the camera, and he gives a quick little wink... And I'm like, oh, I was like, that was so gross. And also super fucking hot. Super what? Like his hot, his wink really got me. <laughs> I love a good wink. I mean, it was just like, he knows what he's doing. How he does. And it's He creepy. is in no way a victim or even like, he's not even, he's an instigator. Most abuse goes both ways. This this relationship is no different. I'm not even inclined to call this an abusive relationship at this point. If they are literally both asking, like they are literally asking each other for it, like they both know what's going on here. Neither of them are being manipulated in any way, really. I don't. I think Bria is actually being manipulated. Well, by the end, I think she just also gives into it. So by much. the end, I I do have a much different assessment of Bria. I'll admit, but at, th- at yeah. least at this point. I like all right. Match made in heaven. Um. Okay. So next up is oh. So then the powwow. Um. There's there's one great point that I love love love, which is. Bria told Asia that Zach said that Morgan's <laughs> hair looked like a shitty <laughs> weave. So Asia tells Morgan that Zach said your hair looks like a shitty weave, and her response is just. Well, it's tracks, not a weave. <laughs> and I was like, honestly, girl, yeah. You were able to follow that so much better than I did. My notes just said, lol at bad weave. That's as far as I got with it. <laughs> oh my god. Um and I just I love that there was just a a powwow right? of of like six people just being like, Yeah, she's crazy. Also, can we please not give Nutsa a plot line? Like they let her talk during this powwow a lot, and casting her was already the cruelest thing to do to an audience. <laughs> like, please, God, don't give her a plot oh line. My God. Like, we haven't even met Maui really, but Nutsa's allowed to talk. Yeah. <laughs> um and oh, oh, some of some of this last shit by Bria. Like, I think it's when she's apologizing to Morgan. Um, one of the things she says that just makes me want to slap her is, I don't want to be portrayed as someone who's wild. <laughs> it's, it's literally that guy from last season, Malcolm. Like, oh, I don't want to be, portray- I don't want to be seen as a player. Like, well, then stop cheating on everybody. If you don't want to be seen a certain way, stop acting that way. I noticed that too and thought the same thing. But honestly, by the end of the apology, I felt bad for her. Because she went and tried to, like, apologize sincerely and not seem crazy. And by the end, she just seemed 
so crazy, but in a way that wasn't funny anymore, but just sad. Sad. Like, she need. Yeah. I wrote down this great joke, which is she needs CBT, not AYTO. <laughs> like Thank that. you. That's a very um, narrow focus of people who will appreciate that joke. <laughs> My fucking thought at the end of this is like, oh, cool. I'm really glad we're getting another redemption arc for an abusive person. I, I like. I, I'm glad that that's what are you the one is like. That's their that's their wheelhouse. I don't now. think that's what's happening with Bria. Like. The fucking, like, oh, please. They showed her sincere apology. They played fucking sad music over it. They flashed images of kittens and puppies. You were supposed to feel bad for her at the end of that, I think. I mean, you were, but I felt like it was earned that time. Like, I... She went from being funny crazy to sad crazy, you know? For me, she went from being... Like, she's still in the wrong, but, like... She feels more like a victim herself at that point. For me, she went from being, like, shitty and crazy to being shitty and crazy and propped up by the show, which is just great. Because, again, like, this is exactly what made me hated about last season, is that they kept on fucking making excuses for him. And now it feels like they're going to start doing the same for her. And it's just awesome. We'll see. I'm not ready to, to call that yet, but... um. We finally get to talk to Maui a little bit. Do we? Shamoy and Maria talk. Okay. Tell me about that. And, I mean, they're just super cute. It's just like they're literally talking about their parents and, like, shit like oh, that. Oh, right. Um, then, yes. I remember that now. It was, a, it was a cute little moment. But we're getting on to the second sort of big point of the show. Mm, not really. It's like a medium point. Is Tevin and Kenya talking again. And now he's got sunglasses on. Which I can't tell if he's just super hungover or if he's super guilty or I mean, my thing was like, are we not going to acknowledge the fact that Tevin's voice is suddenly totally fucked up? Like, at first I thought he was just feeling emotional. But no, his voice is just fucked. Well, if you notice this episode, everyone's voice was fucked up. And do you want to know why? Why? The smooch villain gave them all (laughs) on it. Like, we made the joke last episode, but legitimately, I assume that it was from the rampant kissing of everyone that they all got sick. Honestly, I was attributing it to, like, they probably just had a rager and were screaming all night, and he does not have a voice anymore. But I like I, yours I way better. Too, but it, it was so many people of this episode had fucked up voices. Um, And he apologized and told her the truth. And I love that she, just like him, said, oh, it's like a taste of my own medicine. What bothered me, though, is they don't really resolve the scene. We don't know how that conversation ended. Well, it felt like they didn't know how it ended either. I mean, that's what it's... But, like, I doubt they just got it from her, like, well, that's that. Like, more was said. Like, where did... Where are they left off? They didn't... They. I feel like they intentionally didn't tell us, and that's lame. Well, so, so what I feel like I got from it was... Tevin, again, was very mature in the way he handled it. He apologized, for one. Sincerely, at that. He, like he, he was like, I was hurt, I lashed out, I'm sorry, that wasn't okay. I mean, those weren't his words, quote for quote, but that's what I felt like his apology was. Well, and, you, and you didn't have to peek and, very far behind the curtain to get that out of it. Like, that is functionally right. what he said. And again, just Kenya made me... 
Right. Well, and again, Kenya didn't made me not like her very much because Tevin, when she did this, was like, I'm hurt, but like, I'm going to give her a second chance because I really want to work through this. And Tenya was like, Kenya was like, um, like, oh, I don't know if I can trust him anymore. Like, he was so much more willing to give her a second chance and he was so much more willing to forgive. And he was so much more sincere with his apology. Like, in almost every way of this whole thing, he was the better person. I'm not going to fault Kenya for being stricter, so to speak, with her emotional forgiveness, but she is, she's just not great. She's not good enough for Tevin. She's just honestly not good enough for Tevin. Right. And that's the thing is, I don't blame her. Like, I get, like, being cheated and fucking sucks, and, like, I get if, like, you're not willing to sort of come back, but also, well, never mind. I may take that back. I feel like if you cheat on someone, and then they cheat on you in revenge, like, there should be some leeway given. Because it was... And, and, like, if they come to you right away and apologize for it, like, the way he did, like, sure, some leeway should be given. But, like, I get it. Like, if you're not, fine, whatever. But it's just the comparison of them just sort of highlights just how much better he is than her, at least in relationships. I think you've hit on, like, the real takeaway from it is that it was a great example of getting to see two people respond to the same situation differently. I think just comparing their apology scenes, the fact that I feel the need to, like, put air quotes around Kenya's apology scene, says a lot. Yeah, I agree. So next up. So, the finale of the episode, really. It's it's the final sort of segment, which is uh, Kawasi and Lewis throw a luau party. Hawaii. Which is like every other grinding party, just with a little bit of a theme. No, this was like... Oh, no, it was actually really good. It was it was. No, good. that's not what I was going to say. I was going to say, like, I, uh, I mean, can we just go right into it? Kenya was humping everyone. Yeah. Oh, that and again, like, like Kevin was. Kevin was upset. He fucking kissed Jasmine, and then now Kenya's upset. So she's humping everyone. But the thing is, like, they were at even at that point. Yes, like, she reopened. I know. It. Right. Like, and and I'm sure in her mind, it's like, oh, I'm getting even, but she's the one who started. Yeah. It. Like she doesn't get to have the last kiss, as it were, and. Well, and let's be honest, too, like, this, she stepped it up, too. Like, we moved ourselves into a new category of, of, what's, what do you call it when you're not true to someone? Unfaithful? Yeah, unfaithfulness, thank you, Christ. You're welcome. She's brought it up to, like, a new level of unfaithfulness to him. Mm -hmm. Because she is, like, barely not fucking some of these guys. Well, and, and what I loved is... The entire time she was looking over at Tevin, trying to see how jealous he was getting, and he went and fucked someone else. I mean, Te- well, that that's not, it's not as simple as that, though. Tevin decided to bail on the whole thing. Like, that's what I he's mean. like, but, all like, right, like, I guess me and Kenya are just done. And in my mind, that right. ex- but that's what that I'm ex- sorry. Go ahead. But that's, that's what I'm saying, is, is Kenya went into this, like, she was angry at him, so she was doing this to hurt him, and she wanted him to come to her and apologize again, I guess? I don't know exactly what she wanted, but she was trying to make him jealous, and all it did is do exactly what I said at the beginning of the episode, which is pushed him away. 
And it made him feel like, no, we're, we're done. I'm not playing this game. And so reasonably so. Like, he made the right decision right. by being like, all right. Like, like he said, uh, he's fine with second chances, but two, three, four, five, six. Fuck, how does it end? He's, he's not, in, not the in the mix. And, and he was true to his word on that. Like, he gave her a great second chance, and it was just right back to it. And he's like, nah, not this time. Yeah. Um, I mean, so that would have probably been a bigger part of the party, except Bria, uh, no, sorry. We'll hold, we'll hold on real quick, and, though, because Tevin didn't fuck someone else, did he? Did, wait, I thought he was. No, fuck. so Tevin, he bailed on that and hit up Jasmine, and they, I think, made out again or something. But, oh, but it was Kenya no, the people who, who then saw fucked. Tevin with Jasmine. After yes. literally pushing him away and was like, oh, right. he's cheating on me so I can fuck Lewis. And then Lewis is like, yeah, sure. Whatever. I like that Lewis was just like, I, yeah, no. he was like, I love Asia, but Kenny's got to Well, that's the thing. It's because like, it's, it's the classic situation of Lewis doesn't owe Tevin anything. It's Kenya who does. No. Lewis didn't do anything wrong, especially not in the context of lucky. this house. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's it just... This whole episode was a study in how I don't like Kenya. <laughs> because she did everything wrong. She didn't apologize. She wasn't even open to really forgiveness when he apologized. And then she tried to punish him. And then when he didn't respond properly, quote unquote, to her punishment, she fucked someone else. I agree. So now take us into the real meat and potatoes of this evening. Right. So so this would have been a much bigger plot point, except for, of course, that Zack and Brie are in the house. Um, so Zack is dancing with Nusa. And I'm pretty sure they start making out, right? Okay. So here's what happens. Yeah, please do. Yeah. Thank you. So Nusa decides, like, ahead of this party that she's going for Zack. She's not afraid of Bria, right? Which is which is great. Yes. Like is uh, I love as Nusa. much as I don't want her to have a plot line. It's at least it's a good one. Um, yes. So she just does it. So she and Zach are dancing, and she just fucking goes in for the kiss and kisses him. And Zach is like, yeah. "Oh man, oh man, oh man," Drama. in his classic way. Lewis, God bless him, comes up and literally tells them <laughs> to hide. Like he doesn't tell them to stop. Yes. He tells them to hide. Well, I, I love that he was just like, look, I get it. Y'all gonna do this. Please don't ruin my party right? for your bullshit. Like, <laughs> such, again, Lewis, man, if you can just pop in, uh, deliver a couple one-liners, then pop out, I will not get tired of you. That You have found your true calling, and it's, he has. And it's to make sporadic but memorable appearances. Well, and when he was on screen for a long time with Asia, it was it, he was sweet and sincere. It did take, like, a full five minutes of like him talking though to like acclimate to it and sort of like shell shock in and tolerate the volume because he's a lot. Like, yeah, you, we can't switch back he and is. forth very much. So I appreciate that if we get no. a scene with him, we stay in it for a while. Yeah. Um. So Bria, of course, finds out because she reads lips and she has ears and eyes everywhere. In reality, it's because um, she was literally just laser focused on Zach watching him for the entire party. Yeah. And so, of course, the entire party becomes about her. She's going to fucking spaz and on someone tonight. 
in Quasi was just like, fuck this. <laughs> he was so pissed at her, which I love. He was just like, of course it's about her fucking right? drama. I mean, if someone was going to ruin um, the party, it's going to be her, was basically everybody's mentality about it. Yeah, so, I mean, she comes down. She, does she try and swing? I think she does. They're, she is, so, she is physically restrained by multiple people. Uh, yes. And another group of people physically surrounds Zack for, for his own protection. They have surrounded Zack. Yes, Zack never once tried to fight back. No, he... He just stood there and took he it. He just stood there and enjoyed his boner. Are you kidding me? Right. Like, he, he kissed and... Nutsa, and Bria is going crazy, and he's walking right. away with Nutsa. Like, this went as well as it could have for Zack. Mm-hmm. And, and this, this was the moment. Actually, I was wrong about it earlier. This was the moment where I said, if she was a guy, she would And you're right off. about that. The point when she tried to swing No, you're totally... If, if she was... Basically, if she wasn't as weak as she, I'm not even going to say a guy, if she wasn't weak, it would not be accepted that she actually tried to fight someone tonight and it just be glossed over. Yeah. Yep. Um, And I mean, like, guys on the show have fought before, but even in those situations, it's been two guys going at each Mm -hmm. other, which is so much better than one person going at another. Yeah, and we've seen two women fight each other, too. It's just... Totally. It's different when the it's one The problem here isn't person. that there's fighting. It's, it's one initiator and one person just taking the exactly. abuse. Exactly. And the previous times that that has been the case, I think we have seen intervention where it is a person yes. attacking another and not just an altercation. Yeah. Um, I fucking... This whole thing made me change my fucking life on Nutsa, where I now love her. Because she fucking came in here, she fucking poked the bear, and then she laughed in the bear's face. I mean, she spazzed on someone, and Nutsa just didn't care. No, I'm sorry, correction, Bria fucking spazzed on someone tonight. Yeah. And Nutsa was just like, oh, she doesn't scare me. Well, and that's the other thing, too, is like, when a house full of crazy, shitty people... All unanimously agree that this other person is in a new league of shitty and crazy. You have to wonder how they even got on the show in the first place, because Bria is literally yeah. out of their league crazy. She is. Like, she makes the rest of the cast look normal. She does. Like, and and we've seen it. All of the fucking stuff has been sidelined. Stuff that would have been episodes has been sidelined for yep. her. It's it's the Bria show um, right now. It is. So we we sort of end the show with her crying and screaming and saying how she wishes she could leave. And my thought is, yeah, I do too. Like, I hope she leaves. I hope that we got so much fucking attention on her because episode three is her walking out the door. I would be so excited if that was the case. A, because I would not really miss her. I think... Basically, two episodes is really all the drama that she can produce that's enjoyable to watch before it just becomes a chore. Um, and also, I'm fascinated to see just how the show in general handles it. Yeah, I mean, I assume that they would just sort of kick the guy out, too, which, like, whatever guy would be like, oh, what a fucking bullet I dodged. Right, but also, like, <laughs> it improves their odds. It does. I'm just curious how the show will handle that. Yeah. I'm going to give an actual spoiler warning now, which we don't usually do, because I'm going to talk about the teaser they played for the next episode. Oh, I didn't watch the teaser. Well, if you're, if you're like me and hate teasers as much as I do, that was a shitty sentence, um, 
like don't watch them. They ruin shit. I don't know why they exist. But because I'm talking about it on the yeah, podcast, about- I've been watching them. Um oh, wait, no. I haven't for that exact reason. I don't watch the teasers because I don't want to get spoiled. Oh no. I want to take my head. No, back. Well, I won't say it then. The next episode oh, okay. will start out with the major spoiler they revealed in this teaser that pissed me off. Okay, yeah. Just yeah, don't yeah, yeah. just don't yeah. let me forget to to call oh, this wow. back. Because it really bothered me. Okay. And if you saw this uh, the teaser, you know what I'm talking about. Because it was really stupid. So so the episode ends with like Bria fucking sitting somewhere crying and like talking about how fucking upset and how hurt she is. And it's one of those few moments in my life where I was watching her and I felt nothing. Like, uh, it wasn't hatred. It wasn't disgust. It wasn't pity. It wasn't sadness. It was, I literally felt nothing watching her. Honestly, I'm still sort of living for the drama with her. But only because I'm really excited to see how it manages to resolve itself. Yeah, I get that. But I get it. I totally get feeling no sympathy towards Bria. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Boom Boom Room, your premiere Are You The One podcast. Um, As always, I'm your expert, Taylor. I'm your other co-host, Hopper. I don't know, I thought it would be fun to introduce ourselves, like, remind people who we are. And like sign off. Okay, you just threw me yeah. Off. Let's let's try that again. Uh, as always, I'm your expert Taylor. I'm your other co-host Aubrey. But before we sign off, Aubrey, what is the moral of this episode? Uh, today's moral is one that I feel should be obvious. It's uh, if you don't want to be seen as X Y Z, don't act like X Y Z. If you don't want to be seen as wild, don't go around banging on doors, screaming at people. That's it. That's that's the moral. Let's just don't be fucking like. I, I'm just sick and tired of hearing people say, "Oh, I don't want to be seen as X." Well, you, they go around doing X. Like, it's a really easy problem to solve. You fucking idiots. <laughs> also, know the difference between tracks and memes. I don't actually. I have no idea what they are. I have never heard the word tracks before. I'm cutting and turning on the air. This has been the Boom Boom Room. Thank you for listening.